Before we start this episode, I thought I'd tell you that I've got a new book out. Yes, another one. This one is to help coaches supercharge their coaching capability through reflective journaling. Coaching Journal, a guide and journal, walks you through the process by, well, providing you with a guide and some structured reflective models. So pop over to Amazon and get this quick, practical and insightful book today to start your journey towards a more successful professional practice. What would you put in your backpack if you had a new coaching engagement but could only take a limited number of items? Each week, The Coach's Backpack looks at the multifaceted world of coaching and asks a new guest to tell us what they would take with them and why. Hi, I'm David Lowe, and this week we're taking a peek inside the backpack of Belinda Griffin from Smart Authors Lab. Welcome, Belinda. Hello. Good to be here. Well, I'm fascinated by what you're going to choose. But first of all, can you describe what you do in under 20 words? I can indeed. Yeah. So I am a book marketing coach. I simplify author marketing so that authors can grow a thriving community of engaged readers who love their work, even if marketing makes their blood run cold. And I am in that category, which is why I have worked with you in the past. (laughs) Okay, here we go then, Belinda. This is the scenario. So you've been asked to coach a new client, but are limited to what you can take with you. So don't worry, you've got your essentials, you've got your clothes, your toothbrush and signed copies of all of my books. And in addition, you can take one book, one tool, technique, concept, method, or approach, one other item of your choice, plus a person from the past or the present to accompany you. So Belinda Griffin, what and who would you take with you and why? Oh, David, these are such good questions. And I have really, really struggled to think about all of these things. So The first thing I will take is my book. So the book I'm going to take is your first 1,000 copies, the step-by-step guide to marketing your book by not me, actually. It is by Tim Grohl. And Tim is a mentor of mine. So I trained under Tim in Nashville in the States. And I just resonate with everything that he teaches about book marketing. And I'm one of his book launch coaches. And I think that's how you found me. So his book really summarizes the uh, the methods that I teach. So until I get my own book out there, then this is the book that I want everyone that I work with to read because it gives them that head start. They know exactly where we're going together when we work together. So really it's about a system, a book marketing system rather than different tactics and tools. There are so many tactics and tools that I see authors using. They're hopping from one to the other and what they actually need is a system in place. And so this book really sets that out. So if anybody out there is writing a book, marketing a book, then that is the book that I recommend to them. Uh, And just to clarify, it's Tim Grohl, not the Foo Fighters Dave Grohl, right? (laughs) That is correct, yes. Okay. So if I was to ask you for a a nugget from this book, Mm -hmm. what is it that you would share with the listeners? I think the nugget that I really like from Tim is his definition of book marketing and there's there's two pieces to it and the second piece is the piece that I really like which is to be relentlessly helpful so it's that that idea that you get back what you give so a lot of people when they want to market something whether it's a book or something else suddenly they're like okay who can I call on who can help me and they're going out and asking for things and really if you haven't put that work in up front to give to other people, to help other people, then it's really hard to get that support back. So marketing really at its core is 
about being relentlessly helpful, building those relationships, you know, putting goodness out into the world. And then when you need it, it will be there for you. It will come back. So I love that concept. Which is not why I'm helpful. I just like to add, Belinda, <laughs> I like to feel I was helpful before. It does come more naturally to some than others, definitely. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't disagree. So what is next going in your backpack? Well, I think we need to put in my my concept, my five C's. That's what I like to call them. And this is the marketing system that I work with my authors on. As I say, a lot of people are using tactics. They're jumping from one thing to another. It's so unhelpful until you've got the core elements in place, which are the, my five C's. The first C is really, really important. It's the most important one, and it stands for customer. And really, when I'm working with authors, it's actually target reader, but that doesn't start with C, so I had to change it to customer. But this system does work for everybody, like any kind of online business, probably offline business as well. Customer is key. Who is it you're trying to reach? Who are you marketing to? Who are you trying to sell something to? If you don't know that, then everything else just kind of falls apart. So customer is the first thing, figuring out who it is that you're trying to reach. And then after that, we have connection. So how are you going to get in front of that customer? How are you going to find them? And connection really is about working with other people to help you get in front of that target customer. So that might be going on somebody else's podcast or going on somebody else's blog, get in front of their audience so that you can work with them. Maybe they will be interested in what you do, buy what you sell, that's connection. After that, we have contact. So contact is then keeping in touch with those people. So you've been on somebody's podcast, somebody's heard you on there. You want to be able to keep in touch with them and let them know a bit more about what you do. So you want to get them onto your email list. Email list is so, so important. It is the one thing I think everybody who is in online business, who is writing a book, they should be building an email list. So that is contact. It's keeping in touch with those people. You've got permission to message them whenever you want. Email is still so much more effective than social media and all of those other ways of keeping in touch with people. Email is key. And the next thing is content. So you've got in front of somebody, you've got them on your mailing list, and then you want to nurture them. You want to send them interesting things. You don't want to just sell to them. So whether that is your own podcast, your own blog, your own videos, to keep them interested between selling them stuff. And it also helps them learn. Hopefully you're sharing something that is either educational or entertaining. That is your content. And then you have finally community. So once you have put all of that work in, all of that effort to get in front of your target reader, your customer, you've nurtured them, you are putting out great content, eventually you will grow a community. And by community, that is people that are engaging with you. So they're replying to your emails. They are engaging with you on social media. Hopefully they're telling their network, their contacts, their friends about what you do as well. And they may even be talking to each other. That's when you really know that you're doing something right because you're growing that community. And once you've got that community, they will support you. If you're bringing out a new book, they're going to be the ones that are there buying it as soon as it's on sale. Really, really important. And that's what when I'm working with authors, that is what we're working towards. We have lots of different coaches come on here. And the amount of direction they give varies. I'm going to say, having worked with you, that you give a lot of direction. Mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. is not just authors, though. Yes, absolutely. These five C's, they do work for all sorts of online businesses. It is, it's the same process that I follow for my business. But the difference with working with authors is 
they're very often not coming from an online business mindset. They're not, they don't realize or think that they're trying to grow some kind of online audience and community. That's not their starting point. They just want to sell a few more books. And especially my fiction authors, they can be very introverted and they're really worried about putting themselves out there. So this is a huge mindset shift, this whole concept of putting yourself out there and growing this community. So yes, I do really walk people through it because although a lot of this information, there's a lot of business coaches out there that could teach the same kind of ideas. My authors aren't ready for that. They don't realize that's what they need. So we look at it as though we're going to sell more books, but actually they're getting a whole business education, really an online business education. So um, yeah, I'm quite proud of that, to be honest. Well, and it is a specific niche. You're an expert in, for example, how to do stuff on KDP to sell it through Amazon and other stuff like that, right? And you still, even though you've taught me loads of these things, and so I could go off and do lots of this stuff myself, never going to do that. But for example, you still know which categories to put a book in and can work it out, whereas I don't don't have that knowledge. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts with a book launch and a lot of, some of it's technical, some of it's just tedious I guess lots of tedious bits of information you need to think about which for any person to think about on their own is too much I think everyone can benefit from having someone else supporting them reminding them actually have you thought about this have you thought about that and helping them get stuff done a lot of people come to me asking if I will do their marketing for them and I just don't think it is beneficial to them because you need to learn these concepts you need to figure it out for yourself before you outsource it, maybe you'll hire some help at some point and outsource some of this stuff. I think you have to have that basic understanding of you're connecting with an audience, connecting with readers that um, you care about. And a lot of my authors, they, that is the motivator. They do not want to, they're not in this to make money particularly. They want to make enough money to cover their costs. But most of my authors, again, particularly the fiction authors, it is about getting the book into the hands of readers. And that's what they care about, sharing their words. And so they, they don't really think they want to do any marketing, but actually when they think, I do want to connect with my readers, I do want to have a conversation, I do want that community, then they just have to put all this other stuff in first, all this work in first, and I can help them with that. And they do need quite a lot of support, and I'm happy to, to go on that journey with them. And there's a lot of books out there all the time. I mean, just to give people an idea, the first book that we worked on, The Innovation Revelation, my first, mm-hmm. my first one with you, uh, second book. I think we shifted 1,500 copies, mm-hmm. one and a half thousand copies in the first week, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. You did very well. I would well. never have done that if I hadn't worked with you. So, so there okay. we go. There's a public thank you, Belinda. <laughs> thank you. Um, okay, look, before I get all gushy, uh, let's, let's move on. So what else are you going to put in your backpack? I have a person that I would like to take with me, perhaps not physically in the backpack. And that is actually Eddie Izzard. So Eddie Izzard is a comedian, for those that don't know, and I have been a big fan of Eddie since I was about probably 14. And I hate this question, just backing up a little bit. So when you told me that I need to think of a person to take, I hate that question. It's like, who would you have at a dinner party question? And I can never think of anyone. I feel like I don't know many important people, (laughs) like even like be aware of. And people say profound names, Nelson Mandela and all of these things. And I can never think of anyone. Never heard of him. Who's Nelson Mandela? I mean, I've heard of Eddie Izzard. <laughs> but <laughs> I, so I was really thinking about this question, like, who would I take? 
And um, would it be somebody funny? Would it be somebody really intelligent? Would it be, you know, all of these things? And I thought, well, to be honest, Eddie is all of these things. She is very intelligent. She has a lot of a really interesting life story, actually. And is funny. And I think having someone funny with you is really, really important. I mean, Eddie Izzard is a legend. So Eddie Izzard, if people don't, I can't believe there's anyone on this planet who doesn't know Eddie Izzard <laughs> is, but Eddie Izzard did, was it 26 ultra marathons or something? Absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Or a marathon every day for a month or something. Yes. And I think, I think she's done it more than once. I think that kind of challenge has sort of taken on a new life of its own. I, I, I can't remember exactly what, what the numbers are, but it is insane. And I do admire people that push themselves in that way. I can never quite get my head around why or how they do these things. Um, but I think it's incredible. Um, I believe she did them during lockdowns as well, I think on a treadmill, I think. And I just think I could not be motivated to do that. I think it is incredible. Um, but I think presumably raising money and I, I really admire that. Yeah, just so many things to love about Eddie and has made me laugh for very, very many years. Favourite sketch? Oh, so many. I know, this is a bit like asking you to choose a person all over again. Rather than sketches, it's more the phrases. So there's always things like covered in bees and, um, and they're things that I would say to my best friend at uni, we used to watch Eddie together and just run at any point now, we could just call each other up and just say one of these phrases and we'd know what we're talking about and it would make us laugh. So not a sketch as such, but just all those little phrases that now sort of disappear from my mind. Which well. doesn't help people if they want to look up Eddie as a, so I'm going to throw in yes. Darth Vader in the canteen of the Death yeah. Star. That's yeah. a good starting place, right? Yes, it is. Yes, love that one. So I'm going to set you a challenge, Belinda. Okay, let me write it Your down. challenge is send me a link to a YouTube video of Eddie Izzard that people can start off with, and we'll put it in the newsletter. Perfect. That gives me some time to think about which is my favourite, and then I can set. Well, and it gives you an excuse to just watch loads of Eddie Izzard on yes. YouTube. So, sorry, clients of Belinda, but you aren't going to get anything from her for the next couple of days. Yes. Yeah. What's the final item you're going to put in the backpack? The final item I'm going to put in my backpack pack is not particularly helpful to this imaginary client but I think it would be I, I think it would be helpful because um everybody needs to lighten the mood and um and have cuddles and so that would be my new puppy Dexter yeah Dexter would be coming with me and I I just think wh wherever you are wh whether you like dogs cats or or lizards I think no one can resist puppy cuddles so if you're coaching a client, there's always those dark moments where a puppy can help. <laughs> so that is who yeah. is coming with me. You can't cuddle a lizard, surely. Why did you mention lizards? Who's got a lizard? I don't know. I just didn't want to put everybody into dog and cat categories. I'm sure there's others. <laughs> Dexter is super cute. What is Dexter? He is a cavapoo. Well, I've already got a photo of you cuddling Dexter. So I shall again add that into the newsletter. Anyone who's not signed up to the newsletter, you're missing so much. <laughs> Belinda, your backpack is packed. You've got your book, you've got your tool technique, etc. You've got your person and your item, your dog. Mm. Sometimes people help us pack our backpack. 
And sometimes things go in our backpack that we might not want there. So if there was one thing you'd want to make sure is not in that backpack, what would it be? That is such a good question. So I think what it would be is resistance to trying things. My best authors, my best clients are people who will say that they're afraid of doing something or they they don't think something will work or they don't like the idea of it, but they'll try it anyway because I have suggested it and they trust me and they're going to try it anyway. Because the worst thing is working with people who keep coming up with those, that won't work for me because... And really, we need to shift it to how can I make this work for me? So that is it is that phrase, I guess, that won't work for me. Is what I don't want to go in in the backpack. And while we're on the subject of best clients, mm. could you think and name your best client who? Uh, no, let's move on. Uh, okay, <laughs> right. So you are all packed. You're all ready to go. You've made sure that limiting belief isn't in the backpack. One final question, Linda. Mm. Where? are you hoping that you are or are not going on this imaginary gig? I really would like to be continuing on the journey that I'm on now. I want to be working with more authors. Um, I absolutely love what I do. I love working one-to-one. So um, I do have online programs as well. I do do some group coaching, but working one-on-one with an author is so rewarding and moving them from that I can't, this won't work for me to, I blooming did it. That is just incredible. So I hope I'm still here doing this. It is tough sometimes, whether you're an author, whether whatever it is you're doing online, working for yourself, working online is the challenge. And sometimes you think I might have to go back to an office. I do not want to do that. So I, I hope that I'm still just carrying on doing what I'm doing and still loving it. While I'm loving it, I'm going to keep doing it. Marvellous. And in case anyone's wondering, your clients are all over the globe because we have people listening to this from all over the globe, so they can contact you from anywhere, right? You work different time zones according to their need, right? Absolutely, yes. Probably 80% of my client base is in the US. So um, I always love working with people internationally. I usually ask them, one of the first questions is, where are you based? Because um, I kind of like putting people on a map and going, I've now spoken to people here, here and here. And um, that's really fun. I think it's something that we just could not have imagined um, 10, 20, however many years ago that we could do this, that we could work online, that we could work as coaches on something like Zoom uh, with people all around the world and make a difference. So um, yeah, absolutely. Wherever you are, I'm here for you. And if people would like to contact you or find out more, where can they go? So you can find me on my website. It is smartauthorslab.com. And you can also find me on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash Belinda K. Griffin. And you can also get a free guide to growing your author platform. So if anybody out there is interested in growing an author platform, if they have a book, then you can grab my free guide, Seven Steps to Growing Your Author Platform, which is at smartauthorslab.com forward slash seven steps. Cool. And let's face it, everybody does have a book. I don't know how many times I speak to people and they go, I've got a book. I've got a book in my head. got a book in my head. Well, let me tell you, people, writing the book is half the job. The other half of the job is then getting it out. And Belinda is the person to go to if you need that help. So Belinda Griffin, thank you very much for joining us on The Coach's Backpack. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure to be here. 
Thank you. And thank you for joining us on this episode of The Coach's Backpack. If you would like extra goodies such as free tools, offers, further info about our guests and maybe even the odd peek inside their actual backpack, as well as pictures of Belinda and Dexter, sign up to our mailing list at thecoachesbackpack.com. And don't forget to follow the podcast too. See you soon.